Hello and welcome to Blossom Buddies. This is an episode about podcasts and a podcast about Blossom. Season 5, episode 19, I believe it's the fourth to last episode of the show. If you thought last week was dumb, we'll wait until you get a load (laughs) of Joey's B-plot in this one. I don't even remember... Oh yeah, and I remember it. This episode. You don't remember was... the six separate scenes, uh, five separate scenes of him zoning uh, out. Yeah, I do not. No, I remember now. I zoned so, out myself. It worked too l- much. Last week, we saw the exit of of Tony, and and everything surrounding Tony leaving was goddamn nonsense. But they're back on their shit with the just the nonsense without the heartfelt stuff. Actually, two weeks ago, we at least got to see Blossom nearly get raped, and I, I when I say near, when I say get to. I mean, um, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know how to I don't know how to write the ship from what I've just said. However, <laughs> at least that episode ha- had like content we could talk about earnestly. Um, yeah. Last week, at least Tony left. We could give our thoughts and feelings on Tony leaving the show forever. This week, yep. all we have is Blossom gets cast in a movie, um, and basically she they ask her to do something that she's not comfortable with that's the episode so why don't we just get right into it and get through it get through it because one episode one more episode down the drain means one more episode we don't have to fucking talk about ever blossom yeah i'm still we're almost done this show and my childhood love for blossom still in there somewhere like all these episodes you know all these episodes that are, are were great are still coming up but they're not they're simply not because there's four <laughs> episodes to go. And the You're last like, where episode, are those other 12 episodes I'm thinking of? They don't yeah, exist. Is there, a season, is there a season? Is there like a, a parallel season, a parallel universe season? Yeah, is there uh, like a I'm hidden season, like a like secret track? Like if we turn the DVDs over, are there the good episodes? <laughs> no, you just ruin your DVD player. <laughs> and also, I don't think they ever put the, this show on DVD because nobody fucking cares. Stuff now. I'm gonna look at talk about what was this? Go to Amazon and find out what was this episode even called. Uh, this episode was called A Star is Bared, B-A-R-E-D, because she was asked to be bare naked. Yes, they do have Blossom on DVD. Uh, do they maybe maybe only seasons one and two, according to Amazon? You look up Blossom on Amazon, you get a lot of um, oh, there's a DVD called Blossom, which is not an American sitcom but Japanese erotica. So Oh, so Gil Junger directed again. Surprise, surprise. It was written by Brian Herskowitz. Brian Herskowitz. I don't think we've talked about before. I'm looking through his writing credits. Two episodes. Oh, he wrote Who's Not on First. He was additional crew on the movie The Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Starring Hugh Jackman. Uh, Yeah, he didn't do much. He was an actor more than anything else, it looks like. He was uh, he played Mark in a show called Thrilling Stories as recently as 2021. Um, yeah, he doesn't really have. Any... He also directed and wrote Thrilling Stories, so I think uh, I know he's how he got that acting part. Saying that he's still working might still be a might still be a stretch. He does have a part in the Ben Toper show, which is in post production, so he's got stuff that's not out yet. Yeah, this guy's this guy's working. But I don't know his the job might not, not be paying very well. Let's just put it that way. He's not good. This episode, he's living, it, had, it was better than the last episode. He's living off that. He's living off that. Uh, one episode, two episodes of Blossom writer yeah. credit money. One of them being the episode with uh, Talia, whatever from fucking Rocky, who's a special guest on this episode. 
Uh, I want to point out that this show hasn't had a special guest actor on it since like that dude from sitcoms that like is like the older baseball player. Uh, yeah, he's trying Ken, to raz Joey. Ken Lerner. Yeah, you mean the guy at the smoothie bar. No, 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 not in this. The guy. Remember oh. f- about twelve episodes ago when oh. Joey was on the road, and then yeah, there's yeah, that yeah, guy. They, he was the older, yeah, the older member of the team, and he like locked Joey out of the room naked or whatever. Yeah, he was like the biggest threat they've had this whole season. Yeah, but now um, we have Adrian from the Rocky movies as herself, the, Talia Shire, the woman Shire. from the Godfather. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if she's, I guess she's just really this weird and like fidgety in real life. She was very fidgety. She looked like she might have Parkinson's disease. You know what? That might be it. You know what I mean? Yeah, she does. Be... She does move like Michael J. Fox moves. That kind of when Michael J. Fox, when he was on Spin City before he was, uh, before Diagnosed. he really got it bad about it. Yeah. Uh, he had a weird, like he had a weird way about him. Mm-hmm. And he he even like he plays it off pretty well, like on Curb Your Enthusiasm and on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is hilarious. Yeah. But on um, Scrubs, Scrubs, he plays it off really well. They don't like he does. The character doesn't have Parkinson's no. on Scrubs and he, he does OCD. a really good job with it. Yeah, he's just got like an OCD tick. That's not how that works. But, <laughs> but uh, um, they do their best with it. Anyway, Joey. <laughs> is making a smoothie he's pretending to play basketball into the blender and making a smoothie uh he's playing basketball with a strawberry and then yeah then talia shire comes to the door to use the phone it's like when i'm I'm, people just show up at blossom house it's phone. like when the harlem globetrotters show up to help to Gilliam's need, their cars broke down and yeah. they need to they need joey to fucking help them out with a phone call also before we even get to talia shire fucking when joey's making the smoothie uh, there's a gag where Blossom's like, oh, nice. You put eggs in this. And she takes a swig and she's like, why does it taste so f- weird? And he's like, you cook the eggs. I, scram- I must have scrambled them too much. And yeah. she's like, you're not supposed to cook the eggs, Joe. And he's like, I'm a dumb fucking dumb. <laughs> duh, uh, duh. Yeah. We Tally talked Shire about that to two use weeks. The, the phone. Too, and this is no exception. Joey's extra stupid. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, um, no, we just have to actually start talking about this episode, I think. Um, yeah, so Talia Shire, a.k.a. Adrian from the Rocky movies, comes to use the phone because her car's broken down. Joey, of course, doesn't recognize her. He thinks she works at dry cleaners and hilarity ensues. He does recognize her, but not from movies. Right, yeah, not from not for who she is. He thinks she's the woman who works at the dry cleaners. Um, Six shows up. Uh, she goes crazy. She fast talks the plots to like the two Rocky movies that Talia Shire's in. And yeah. fangirls out. Like who fangirls out on like a F-less celebrity like that? <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh my God, I love all your movies. Remember that part in Rocky when something happened with some glasses and whatever? They're, the Godfather movies are like, Godfather 3 came out in like 1993. And I, you know, like Godfather yeah, 1 is a she, 70s movie. Yeah. And Godfather 2 was, they were both 70s movies. They were 72 and 74. Godfather 3 was not 90s. It was like 84 or something. Are you sure? I don't I think she was, like I'm not sure, no. Um, oh, there was a TV miniseries called The Godfather Saga that came out in 77. But anyway, uh, Adrian was not in. Oh, no. Godfather 3, uh, we're both on the cusp of being right and wrong. Godfather Part 3 was 1990. 1990. Well, I was, I'm more right because it's literally the 90s. Yes, you're more right. But I'm not as wrong as I thought I was, or as you thought I was. No, because that movie's bad because it's 
allegedly I haven't seen it, but it's uh, it's bad because it's the 90s, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah, it does happen like like a generation later. Like yeah. it's not about fucking the Godfather. It's about like whatever. We're not here to talk about the Godfather. We're here to get through this fucking episode in the next 13 and a half minutes. And then we haven't got out of the first scene yet. Um, so where are we? Oh yeah. Um Joey goes to, to work. Oh yeah, no, sorry, backing up. Um the the car comes to the tow truck comes to like fix Adrian's broken down car but then she she and blossom talk about acting and she's like hey why don't you come audition for this movie that i'm directing um we can find you a part as a waitress or something so blossom's like great and then tony or sorry tony's gone Uh, joey goes to work at the smoothie bar at the gym and uh some some guy shows up and starts unloading his problems on tony like or on joey like joey's a bartender um and Joey's like, you know what you should do is just empty, empty your brain. And he teaches this guy that just staring off into space uh, is good for your self, uh, whatever, self mental health. And he's Which like, is wow, good. Thank you ever, you. I've never felt so good in my life. You ever just zone out? It's pretty dope. Yeah. Did you just do it? Is that what you're? No, I was just letting. You, I was just letting you get to a a place that you feel comfortable in this episode. So when I feel like waxing poetic mm-hmm. again the okay. podcast is still art i want you to remember that <laughs> uh yeah that's true so that we're is... at the casting agency at this point uh we get a funny scene with blossom practicing her line i guess funny in quotes uh she's testing on her lines i guess she's going to be a bartender in, in her movie thing that she's doing uh she tries it through different ways she gets called into the room she does one one version of the scene she nails it apparently with the with the guy that she does the scene with and then she's like you got the part but i want you know what actually i want to give you the lead because we want to give you the lead like like a blossom's acting was not good no um it was like you would expect from someone whose only acting experience was like a high school play she's in fucking high school and we'll get to why that we'll get to why that what's coming up is fuck actually already said it they wanted. It turns out they want her to do a nude scene, and she's seventeen at the at the oldest. No, she must be eighteen. Like the, I have to assume that because no one brought up the age thing, that Blossom's eighteen now. I mean, she's graduating this year. Like she, this would be the year she turns eighteen. So I'm gonna go ahead and assume she's just eighteen. Okay. Right I know we established in like the second season, like when her birthday was, because there was one episode where she got pissed off about having a birthday. About turning sixteen. I don't. I don't know. That was three years ago. Fuck it. Fuck it, buddy. Okay. What are we talking about here, Blossom? Yeah, she's ready. She's she's gonna read for the lead. Yeah, and she, she goes home we, and tells her family, and they're all very proud of her. Well, they're very they're like all skeptical, including Blossom. And yeah. everybody's like, that's awesome, but like what? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> they want me to be the leader of their movie. Yeah. I hope they don't want me to take out my I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna question it. I'm just gonna go with it. And then she reads the script and finds out she has to be nude. Actually, before we get to that, before we, we cut back to, to Joey, and Joey's teaching more people how to like yeah. empty their brains. This we get this like four times in the episode where we just cut to Joey at the gym with a bunch of other people. Like Joey's just staring blankly down the barrel of the camera, and then it zooms out, and we see he's got a bunch of other people. There's him. more people in every there's four Each of them. Time, yeah. First, it's the one guy. 
this time I think there's two people and then the next one there's like four people and then the and then last the end, one there's like, like 10 12. people and it looks like like you were saying it looks like there was just people from the cr- like the crew yeah they didn't hire extras <laughs> they were just like hey you gaffer like come sit here and stare at the camera for 30 seconds there's this is a it's either this scene or the next one that one of the women doing the thing I think it's the next one she looks demonically possessed yeah she looks demonically possessed or like on heroin on heroin yeah it's like totally zombied out just just not a note um but uh, yeah so we don't need to talk about the joey scenes anymore because no they're, they're the same thing they're good so yeah so, blossom yeah. reads the script and finds out she's got to be nude for not even for the part in the movie i mean yes for the part in the movie but for the screen test she has to take off her clothes and the screen test is also just in talia shire's office which like i'm um, I've never done a screen test before, but like I feel like just the director's office isn't where you do screen tests. Like I think no. they have rooms for that. Yeah, and that's I think that's what they're called. So the scene you're talking about is the very end of the episode, like the the last thing that really happens. But there is a weird scene that happens in between where they're in Blossom's room and Blossom and Six are talking about it, and Kennedy comes in all innocent. Yeah. Uh, and I thought this was a really weird choice because she comes in, she's like why do you have to be naked in a movie and blossom is just like i don't know how to answer this question can you yeah. leave and she's and, like it's it's part of the plot and then she's like wait that's not part of the plot like kennedy fucking nailed it yeah it seemed very predatory especially in the next scene blossom goes back to the casting agency and she keeps pantomiming taking her clothes off for like the mm-hmm. little like uh, script reading bit yeah. and the woman's like Sora we have to actually have you take your clothes off and I was thinking you know what I know that these scenes in 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 offices are real things that happen because there's it's called the casting coach for a reason mm-hmm. and uh, you know that there's just hundreds of hours of videotape and some fucking disgusting uh, disgusting um, wine safe of a, <laughs> a closet yeah that it's just all these actors that never made it and still had to do these like nude scenes to get in, to get into the casting process for a movie, but also a lot of actors who are now famous that probably had to do this in a wine, disgusting Weinstein situation. And it actually hurts my heart. It makes me kind of sad. And this, this it's weird how they played this off as a joke because at the time wasn't really as prevalent. People didn't talk about it the same way it was kind of the you know it was the punchline of a joke a lot of the time Mm -hmm. but uh the reality is this kind of shit is what gets people is what the me too movement was based off of Mm -hmm. and this kind of shit is what got harvey weinstein canceled and sent to prison you know it's so canceled canceled there's canceling somebody and then there's nuking them off the face of the earth yeah unfortunately also, people like bill cosby get to come back from their canceling from you know nu- like a nuclear canceling i think god um, is gonna be dead soon like that's what <laughs> people were probably banking on him fucking getting raped to death in, in prison or dying in prison so, of natural uh, causes i'm not gonna i'm not going there anyway um, but you want to know i i just I, I was looking at talia shire's biography on imdb and i figured out because i don't i never thought she was a good actress uh and i figured out why she is in these movies it's because she is Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Like, so that's how she got in the Godfather movies. Oh, and yeah. not she's not Sophia Coppola, which is the daughter. That is, of, yeah. She is which, Sophia Coppola's which, aunt. Okay. Yeah, Francis so Ford Coppola's. She's Sophia Nick Cage's Coppola's aunt. Daughter. She is Nick Cage's aunt. Crazy. Daniel doesn't even look like Nick Cage. 
Um, maybe through marriage. I don't know. No, probably it's not how that. It's not, not even how that works. <laughs> if you're related, you don't look like your cousins, really. Um. Uh, right. Okay, so where were we? Let's, that's let's... it. We got one more juice scene, and then we get the, the post credits. Well, we oh, do. Uh, we do have to mention that Blossom uh, eventually passed on the part. She was like, "You may have yeah, noticed that I'm sorry. avoiding taking my clothes off, uh, and I'm going to have to pass." But she still gets the waitress part. They're like, you can still have a part of the waitress. And she's like, and you better leave your clothes on. Yeah, that was the big joke at the end. She's like, the only the only stipulation is you have to leave your clothes on. Okay, very funny. Like, why? I'm so confused as to why this episode happened. Like, I mean, obviously, they're phoning it in. They're like, we are completely out of steam. Um, fuck, do we have any money left to get any any guest stars, any cameos? They're like, uh, we can get Talia Shire, I guess. She's I don't cost 20 bucks. A show I've seen a lot of TV shows from beginning to end, and I don't require I don't recall a show that was so anticlimactic towards the last five or so episodes. It's one thing to have a bad final season, but I've never seen a show save all their worst episodes for the very end. It's so bad. This is worth like these last two episodes were worse than season four in a lot of ways, because at least in season yeah, not four, worse, were, not worse than Blossom in Paris. Let's just be no, clear. which is its <laughs> own thing. But season four at least still had some like coherence. some stuff in it, yeah. some coherence and it still had some like some real like dealing with the issues episodes. The only episode that dealt with issues in this is where Blossom nearly gets sex or does get sexually assaulted in a car yeah. by James Marston. Jimmy Marsden, Jimmy as he's Marsden. known at the time. So uh, I guess, yeah. yeah, the 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 during credits is a blooper scene where um Carol Mace's Ted Wass with the spray pan the, that she's like using the in the pledge scene. or whatever, like the dusting yeah, spray. Whatever. And he overreacts and starts going into seizures on the floor. But it's funny. It's, it's funny. funny. I thought it was gonna be one episode. of those bloopers that's just like, oh, like someone screwed up their line. Why are we watching this? But nope. Uh Ted Wass was almost blinded. So um, this episode came in under time. So I'll tell you about my opinionation. I hated this episode. What was your opinionation? Uh, yeah, I hated this episode. Uh, thank fucking God. There's only, th- what, three episodes now? 18, 19, there. 20, 24 episodes. There's three episodes left. 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, we just watched 19. Uh, this, this was 19? 19. Yeah, this was episode 19 of season Hell five. Hell yeah, only three episodes to go, buddy. Three episodes to go. And the last nice. one, entitled Goodbye, uh, we're yeah, gonna, gonna do something special for. for I'm gonna pull my dick listening. out in public. <laughs> Jason's gonna pull his dick out <laughs> and pee. <laughs> Take my dick out and piss. Thank you, yeah. Richard Pryor, for uh, letting me use that line uh, posthumously. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people say posthumously. I mean, like, maybe that's the, the proper, proper pronunciation. I don't know. Posthumously is definitely how you're supposed to say it, but posthumously is much, yeah. It sounds like posthumously, like, it sounds like the way it's supposed to, like, it makes the most sense. Posthumously, it sounds so pompous. So it like, sounds like preposterous. Preposterous. What is yeah, preposterous. preposterous. Dick. <laughs> so <laughs> this has been another dick. episode of Blossom Buddies. You can find us anywhere you feel like looking for us at this point. How much time do we have left on the clock? <laughs> we have. We came in under time. We have two minutes left. I want to talk about Star Trek. Have you started uh, watching? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm making my way through the first episode. I I watch it when I'm eating, so it's in like 15 minute spurts. Yeah. I didn't realize that Q is in the very first episode, and so far it's fucking hilarious. 
He, and, yeah, he and I'm fine. He's also I'm in the last fine. episode, and that's not a spoiler because you're going to forget I said that by the time you get there. That's true. Well, I knew that Q was in the first episode at one point as well, but I didn't like it. Seems like my memory of Q was always that he was like such a special character. I didn't think I thought he would show up in like season four. What does Guinan show up? Like, is she a special she, character that doesn't show up till way later? She shows up later. I, I don't think she's season one. Like season one is a bunch of horse crap. Um, that's what I hear. Season two is better, except that Crusher's gone and you get Dr. Pulaski, who's also Who crap. is like, like, why don't you call like, yourself data? Yeah. Fuck. Like season season that. three is where where the show's finally hit its stride because they get uh gates mcfadden to come back as crusher hey we got tasha yar right now yeah you got tasha yar she um you know she doesn't last long right she gets click clacked doesn't she <laughs> she gets a glomp glomp by a, a oil the spill <laughs> like, i know things i know things about star trek and on this i went to montreal this past weekend and everyone t- telling so if you don't know me and my wife are doing a trade i'm gonna watch tng because I've never watched like any Star Trek. All I've seen episodes, but I've never watched a series all the way through. And she's going to play through Final Fantasy Seven. She's the remake or the original. The original. She's nice. she's she's which is funny because technically the Netflix version is like the remastered fucking CGI remastered shit all over it with the windows that have stuff in the windows. Um, but she's about an hour in to Final Fantasy Seven. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let her. I'm not gonna let her pull in, the wool over my eyes. I'm gonna fucking basically play as she's playing. I'm gonna watch as she's playing it. Yeah. So right now I'm in for. Well, what do you think episode. she's gonna do? Like download a save game from the internet and like skip to the end? No, she's gonna play like six hours into it and have and then lose where she was, lose what she was doing, and then be like, uh-huh. "Fuck that game." Because that's what happens with Final Fantasy games. Yeah, that is definitely. She finished Final Fantasy One on on mobile many years ago, and I think if she can do that, <clears throat> Final Fantasy Seven is easy enough. If I give her some guidance when she gets Thanks. stuck, um, we have blown past the end of this episode, but uh, oh. we can continue talking about this off air instead of uh, you know what, you know what. If you want to hear the rest of this conversation, subscribe to our Patreon that most definitely exists. Yeah, give, the, give the, us money and you can get the rest would of be, this conversation. Yeah, people would enjoy.